Drive Time on RTE Radio 1, sponsored by Zurich. When investment performance matters, make sure your savings are with Zurich. Visit zurich.ie to find out more. Bereaved and survivors of the Troubles are this evening digesting a landmark court uh, judgment which helps some but closes off justice for others. The High Court in Belfast has ruled that British government plans to offer conditional amnesties for Troubles-related crimes later this year are unlawful. However, scores of legacy inquests and investigations are set to collapse after the ruling. Politicians on both sides of the Irish Sea are considering their next moves amid British insistence to continue with the controversial legacy laws. Well, our reporter Barry Lenahan is in Belfast and he's with me now. Uh, What happened in court, Barry? Well, Cormac, scores of people emerged from the Royal Courts of Justice behind me here into the wind and the rain of Belfast around lunchtime, somewhat punch drunk after hearing Judge Justice call to deliver his landmark ruling across two and a half hours to a packed courtroom, his judgment running across 200 pages and victims and survivors of the Troubles. Last year, they mounted this legal challenge against the British government's Legacy Act. These are Westminster plans to draw a line under the past by offering conditional immunity to soldiers and paramilitaries accused of troubles-related murders as long as they engaged with a new independent commission for reconciliation and information. Plans too as well to halt all legacy inquests and civil cases from May and this new commission to effectively take over that work as well. Now today the court here at Belfast decreed that those planned amnesties are unlawful as they're a breach of the European Convention of human rights. They can't go ahead. Amnesties, Justice Colton said, should only be used when they represent a way out of dictatorships or as part of the reconciliation process. But he added how, quote, there's no evidence that the granting of immunity under the Act will in any way contribute to reconciliation in Northern Ireland. Indeed, the evidence is to the contrary, he said. However, Justice Colton said this new commission I mentioned that it can proceed, throw Going into doubt scores of inquests and investigations into Troubles era killings, which are now potentially set to fall in a few months' time. So a mixed reaction here this afternoon from those who initially brought this case, including John McAvoy. He narrowly avoided death in a loyalist gun attack when working as a barman in Kilcoon County Down in November 1992. State collusion involved in the attack, which claimed his colleague Peter McCormick. Well, it didn't go all our way, but uh, we got uh, a whole lot of things like, you know, so happy enough, but there's, a, there's going to be a, an appeal anyway, you know, they'll appeal and then we'll appeal, like, you know, so. It's a staging post along the way, a lengthy process ahead, isn't it? Uh, it looks like it. It looks like it's going to be back to exactly state and then or back to England, maybe, you know. It's going to be a long, a long haul, this. But, but do you take optimism uh, from the judge saying that the immunity aspect, uh, that that should be struck out? That, that's one, one thing that uh, that's, that's happened that's good, like, you know, there's no immunity for the soldiers that, that killed the people, like, and all that there on the police. So that has that, that's one good thing come out of it. And the rest will folly, like, you know, we keep going on to the rest follies. Does it give you hope? Because I know that the police made an appeal for information about what happened in Kilku, a a fresh appeal back in November for people to come forward. Does this give you hope then that that something could happen? 
Oh, something will happen, but uh, it's, it'll be through the courts. It'll happen. You just have to keep going. That's it. You know, you can't stop, or else you get no justice. You don't. Just keep going on. And the, the message to Leo Varadkar and Michal Martin, who said that they would take an interstate case against this, what do you say to them today after this hearing? They have to fight for the people's justice too, like so. Up to them to keep going too, like, and I'd ask them to do that, like you know. That's John McAvoy, one of those who took the case in the Belfast High Court today. Uh, No immunity then, the court rules, Barry, but the new Independent Commission for Reconciliation and Information can come into effect, the court said. What's this going to mean? No difference at all if you missed, if you listened to the Northern Ireland Secretary of State, Chris Heaton-Harris, who told the House of Commons earlier how the British government remains committed to implementing the Legacy Act. This despite the fact that the new head of that independent commission, Declan Morgan, had intimated recently that the whole thing might need a rethink if the court would come to the ruling it has come to today in relation to amnesties. For families, though, those I spoke to real concerns that a slew of Legacy inquests, police ombudsman investigations and other inquiries will fall unless that May deadline is extended. 16 ongoing inquests won't be completed by May and a further 26 are under active case management. New figures recently revealed and among the lead cases today Bridget Hughes, her husband Anthony, a civilian casualty at the hands of the SAS in the Lockall shooting of 1987 and she's long campaigned for an inquest alongside Maraid Kelly, who lost her brother at Lockall. The foundation of that Legacy Act has gone, so it needs to just disappear if that can happen. But I think the UK government has an obligation here to respect what the judgment today has done, which has effectively cut it out. I'm representing Mrs Hughes. Her husband was killed at Lockall. Her inquest has still not been ruled to go ahead. I think that because this act is effectively, well, it's ripped in half. So how can you stand over that? You know, it was bad in its making, but now the only decent thing to do is for them just to remove it. I'm a relative of one of the eight IRA men that were killed that night. Mrs Hughes is the wife of Anthony Hughes, who was one of the civilians that was killed. And unfortunately, she wasn't well enough to come today. But I am speaking on her behalf. She will be devastated that her inquest isn't going to proceed. She has the same right as was adjudicated in 2015 by a British Advocate General to have a fresh inquest because the first inquest, which was in 1995, was shredded as totally ineffective. Like the rest of the families, we have been fighting this since, really since it started in 1987. A key finding in relation to immunity, it should be struck out. How important is the timing of this judgment? I do believe everything is really important when it comes to timing and I think that this is just another step in showing the complexities of what actually went on over the years and how much was hidden and the reality of it is is that that all has to be just opened up. Reconciliation is a huge thing, but you can't be reconciled until you actually know and acknowledge what happened. And there's no point in people saying one side has to do that. All sides have to do it, absolutely. And I totally agree that every single family, regardless of who their relative was, what their relative was engaged in, are entitled to the truth, 
justice, yes, may follow from the truth. Justice doesn't always follow, but the truth is a very important first step in recovery and reconciling with what went on. That's Murray Kelly, who lost her brother at Loch Gaul. Uh, what happens next, Barry? deeper political standoff perhaps I mentioned what Chris Heaton Harris uh, has said earlier well the Irish government remember taking that interstate case against Britain over the Legacy Act and the Taunashta and Foreign Affairs Minister Michal Martin saying this afternoon that he's not surprised by today's ruling here in Belfast claiming the judgment reflects and underpins the course of action which the Irish government has taken also expect more court challenges over the Legacy Act which many legal observers around here say could ultimately take years to resolve and solicitors for some of the families involved uh, solicitor is Dara Macken of Phoenix Law. Today's ruling is very significant for a number of respects in particular the fact that the Secretary of State has always pitched the tent uh, of the Legacy Act on the foundations of amnesties and immunities. This court has not only said that that's unlawful but it has disapplied those provisions so from today there will be no amnesties there will be no immunities which is a massive factor but the reality is that it isn't a full home run. There are parts of the judgment that we want to consider in particular the uh, concerns that uh, arise from the discontinuing of inquests and we want to consider our position in that regard. What's the next step so? Well today underlines a very important aspect that many people have missed which is that the Northern Ireland Protocol and the Windsor Framework is now the new cornerstone for rights protections in this jurisdiction. We say that that in itself and the fact that the provisions with regards to amnesties and immunities haven't been removed from the Act effectively. It requires one simple step. It requires the Secretary of State to go back to the drawing board to reconsider the position. This is not the Legacy and Reconciliation Act that he came to court with. This is not the package that he put forward to Westminster and we say that there's a very simple answer to today's judgment which is it is time to go back to the drawing board. Chris Heaton Harris saying this afternoon that he won't be going back to the drawing board. He'll press ahead regardless. The reality is the Northern Ireland office, their position paper has been utterly humiliated by today's decision. The fact that um, he will stand and say that he's not going back to the drawing board is even is of a grave concern. But it comes as no surprise. This is the very same Tory government who consistently try and put cart and horses through rights protections. Be that as it may, we will then see him in the Supreme Court and we will indeed see him in the European Court of Human Rights in during the interstate case. So whichever way this turns, this is not the end of the road and that the families and the victims who I represent will never stop until this act is completely in the bin. Should the Irish government continue with that case in light of what's happened today? There's absolutely no doubt that the Irish government's case is not only, the position is not only vindicated, but indeed it underlines the importance because there are aspects of this act which remain intact from Chris Heaton Harris's perspective, to which we hope that the Irish government can be successful in the European Court of Human Rights. And that was Dara Macken of Phoenix Law ending Barry Lanahan's report. And we'll hear from uh, Gronya Taggart from Amnesty Northern Ireland later in the programme about the ruling. 